Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Donna Lee. Dr. Mystery stepped away for a moment, but we have our partner, Dr. Christopher Yang here. Hello, Dr. Yang. Hey, Donna. How are you? Good. Thanks for filling in for Dr. Mystery today. Yeah, yeah. He seems to be pretty slippery sometimes. (laughs) He just likes to get up and walk out. So Dr. Yang and I have a very special guest, and I'm going to have him introduce our guest. He is with a premier family physician, Dr. Yang. Take it away. So this is Dr. Andrew Papendy. He's a family practice physician here at Premier. He is over at the Tripping Springs office. So we're we're reaching pretty far out in the Austin area. That's right. We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. If you uh, want to ask Dr. Papendik any questions, you can reach out to us at armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll send him the questions. We'll answer them anonymously. And I thought you guys would talk about some fun stuff that our KLBJ listeners probably need to know. So Dr. Papendik, we get quite a few patients that come in who never seen a primary doc before. And, you know, as poor country urologist, you know, we see that they have <laughs> high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, and we're not the right person to, to manage that for them. This is kind of your area of, of expertise. Why don't you tell us like what all can be done, should be done, and how do you screen for these type of things? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me here today. It's an honor to be with you all. I Thank have you. a professional looking headphones on and I'm in front of a microphone <laughs> right now. It's the first time I'm ever... There's, in... These are from the 1990s, <laughs> the headphones. <laughs> Bread and butter, family medicine, high cholesterol, <clears throat> high blood pressure, high blood sugar, there are things that often go underappreciated, but there are also things that uh, are best approached first with uh, with lifestyle changes and conservative measures. And so one one of my jobs are are to help my patients point out or help point out to my patients the um, items in their health that are risks for them down the line, and to identify them and to help help point out um, some different lifestyle conservative measures, whether it be diet, exercise, <clears throat> stress reduction, or a combination of those, to try to approach these initial markers of some potential health problems down the line. Okay. So, you know, for your average radio listener here, like if they had high cholesterol, high blood sugar, they have no idea what might they notice? Typically nothing. And and when you have uh, symptoms from these processes, be it high blood sugar, high cholesterol, or high blood pressure, uh, typically you go on your daily life without having any inclination that you have uh, something wrong. Or not necessarily something wrong, but a risk factor to develop something wrong. And once you develop symptoms, usually things have progressed to a point where you actually have pathology, you have secondary processes that have occurred, whether that be a plaque in your heart and lack of blood flow to the heart, to the brain, or uh, to the eyes, to the kidneys. Or Donna, what, what's a more important <laughs> organ here? Right. The penis. The penis that we talk about every time. Uh, very true. And so, yeah, inability to get an erection or sustain an erection is, is a, a marker of of progressed processes, uh, all of these processes, blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol. Yeah, so yeah, so a lot of times when we see patients in, they have erectile dysfunction as their only medical problem. We definitely want to look for some of these things. Once they've been diagnosed, what what are some easy treatments that they can do? You know, you said diet, exercise. I'm sure patients hear that all the time. <laughs> what do you typically tell your patients? I think a major reason for apprehension to come to see the doctor is is not wanting to be on a medication, which I think is a very reasonable thing. I mean, medications change how our bodies work. Our bodies are incredible machines, yeah, and uh, they repair themselves very well. And so, if medicines can be avoided 
supported they should be in in uh, in all instances in my in my opinion but if there's a point at which uh, conservative measures have been tried and have failed well then there's a, a a clear relatively clear time in which they should be started to lengthen our life if that's a, a decision that the patient uh um, would like to sign on to. But yeah, that it's it's difficult to generalize because I tend to make recommendations specific to each of my patients and each of their abnormalities. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and so if someone has a triglyceride level that's elevated in addition to an LDL level, but their HDL is normal, I might make a different dietary recommendation than if someone's HDL is low and their uh, the rest of their panel is is fine. And so, yeah, I, I like to um, help point out dietary changes. And if time requires us to have a dietitian help out, sometimes that can be helpful. But I like to take this into my own hands and, uh, and take a multifaceted approach, not just diet, but also the incorporation of exercise. And, and one last thing that I think is very underappreciated is mm-hmm. the glycemic index. And, yeah and uh, attention to foods that spike our blood sugar because in, a spike in our blood sugar is not handled well by our body and is underlying a lot of inflammatory processes in our body. Yeah, definitely. I think you, you pointed out a pretty good point and probably why a lot of patients are scared to go to a doctor is they think that the first thing that will do is put you on a medication. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty important to understand that. You That's know, not what defi- you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Some some physicians do that, but you know, taking a, a more like holistic, a more like whole body approach to any medical problem makes some sense. I think as doctors, it's prudent for us to appreciate the fact that our patients are trusting us to help them understand themselves and make decisions. And but ultimately, it's their it's their decision, it's their body, what they, what they like, how they like to approach different issues. And it's it's our job to help them understand what these processes are and help them understand the options. And, um, uh, yeah, sometimes a medicine is, is recommended, uh, to begin with to increase quality of life or increase the length of life, but mm-hmm, for uh, short term sometimes, yeah, but it's, it oftentimes there, a different route is, is, uh, either acceptable or better perhaps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, I guess this is the part where we like, we tell the worst case scenario and try to scare people. Um, <laughs> What, what are bad things that can happen with uncontrolled oh. high blood pressure, diabetes, or high cholesterol? Yeah, all of those things affect our blood vessels and their integrity and put them at risk for, for the development of plaque, or in the medical term, atherosclerotic lesions. Uh, and plaque in the blood vessels uh, disrupts the flow. And the blood can't flow as good through a vessel that has a piece of plaque uh, yep. uh, intruding into the lumen. Definitely. As, as urologists, we're all about good flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in good hands with good flow. <laughs> So stop eating the hamburgers is what you're saying. Get some exercise. Stop eating all that red meat. Moderation. I'm sure the, the KLBJ yeah. listeners are like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like this segment at all. Yeah, just just one hamburger. Don't take. Don't get that second one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why don't we talk about, too, what's a normal triglyceride range, HDL, like all those things that I'm sure patients have heard about, but they don't know what the range should be. Also, like the difference between the good and bad mm-hmm. cholesterol. What does that mean? Yep. Uh, well, uh, starting with LDL, since we have the most data about that being an evil particle, um, we like those levels to be under 100, better yet under 70 for, for those that have multiple risk factors. And so that's a particle that is directly associated with development of those plaque lesions that limit flow and can rupture and cause a clot in the vessel and a heart attack and a stroke. So that uh, should be under 100. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the best way to lower it uh, is actually increasing your fiber intake probably a highest yield oh. change to make. Uh, so increasing the amount of vegetables and having those replace other foods that might have mm. otherwise taken their spot. All right. 
Yum. <laughs> I hear people booing right now, but yes, good idea. HDL, healthy cholesterol, high-density lipoprotein, mm -hmm. kind of uh, thought to be a cleaner particle that can help our vessels stay healthy, um, increasing our omega-3 fatty acids or our healthy fats in the form of chia seed, flax seed, healthy nuts, um, cold water fish can Ooh. be a way to increase that and generally healthy living exercise in moderate. We're always talking about healthy nuts around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love lo <laughs> I love these little insertions. <laughs> you will send you the show uh, excerpts. We talk about it every time. Uh, what other questions do you have, Dr. Yang? Um, I guess in, in general, how often should patients go see their primary dog? You know, yeah, that's a good question. I like to see my patients every year at a minimum. And, and the reason for that isn't necessarily because I'm suspicious they've developed something abnormal, but, but more so uh, that there's a, a constant influx of medical information uh, that, that seems to be increasing in, in uh, volume uh, okay. and speed. And so there's just constantly more data to apply to my patients and help them uh, to prevent themselves from developing disease. Mm -hmm. Those that are on medications, I like to see them every six months. Sure. Um, for similar reasons, but also for safety purposes. So every year for a healthy individual is, is a general good idea and, and covered by insurance. Okay, good. Right. What, what can a patient, you know, expect at a yearly physical, yearly exam? Discussion, family history, uh, very important, underappreciated. Um, but really a focus on what their goals are and, yeah. uh, and, uh, let that lead, uh, the appointment, um, Awesome. And if, if they'd like me to take control, I'm happy to do that. But uh, I, try to, I try to have the patients guide, um, guide how the visit goes and meet their objectives. Perfect. And how do patients get in touch with you if they're in the Dripping Springs area and need a family practice physician? Well, our website uh, can be accessed via Premier Family Physicians. <clears throat> you just click on, click on the Dripping Springs tab and you should be able to find us and find our number there. Okay, and we'll huh. put this on our social media too, thank so you. you can meet Dr. Papandik. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for yeah. joining us today. Uh, we have uh, anything else, Dr. Yang? No, I think that wraps it up. We're wrapping it up. We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs. We're armormenshealth.com is our website, and our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. You can catch our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts all over the world. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com.